Hello everybody, welcome. It's a big edition, there's so many issues to talk about, but if you've just seen, why is this podcast only 37 minutes? Blame this man Joel came, because Joel oh. is so nice, yeah. Joel is so nice, he can't leave other people waiting. That's right, um, you can though, clearly, you were 17 minutes late, so you clearly can leave people waiting. What do you mean 17 minutes late? Well, 10.30s when we started. No, 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 no. You no. do your, and look, We have this conversation Hello, every second everybody. week. <laughs> every second week we have this conversation. <laughs> I don't start before 11. Yes. That was what I negotiated. Mm. Uh, it's not my fault you have to go to Fox and record stuff yeah. at 11.40. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> what the oh, hell are you go. doing you, here? Give the, man, give the man a logie. That what the brilliant. hell <laughs> are you doing here? Brilliant. I didn't know you dabbled in the sort of theatre world. <laughs> That was very good. You, uh, have you noticed he's coughed like three times? <laughs> 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 Problem is, I believe that he had COVID last week. I yeah. genuinely do, and I genuinely asked how Co he Vicky. was doing. But a boy from... It was uh, Vicky, yeah. Oh, yeah. It wasn't no, that was... That, now, so I never invoked that word last <laughs> nah, time. No, because it was legit. It was legit this time. Oh, how, do you, how, how are you? I'm okay now. You can probably hear it in my, in my voice. Still a bit nasally, a bit coughy, mm. but I'm, a, I'm okay. I'm here. And what a week to be back, didn't yeah. I? Didn't I time the run perfectly? Just oh. a little bit going on in the rugby league world, but slightly. Let's uh, get straight down to business with our main topic. Uh, let's not talk about the manly stuff. We'll leave that to later with the betting perspective. But the <laughs> the debacle on Sunday, this was Joel Kane manner from heaven. I don't like all the rules <laughs> and the things oh, people yeah. could have done. Um, I have I have a, a question. What if James Tamo had said, "I challenge." Whether they were all on side, what does the referee do? No one's got a clue. What a mess. No one's got a clue. What a mess. This is the very room that Graham Annesley spoke down the camera, by the way. This is the very room here at NRL headquarters, so we're supposed to be nice and respectful. Um, I did like, just on Annesley, I did like how he owned. One of the reporters asked him, what was your first thought when you when you were watching it? And he goes, and I'm going to have a shit Sunday night. That's <laughs> <laughs> very good. He, I tell you what, he do, he's the best man for that job. Oh, no question. He handles it perfectly. Dad, do you think... They made the rule of challenging after full time just rubbery enough mm. that they could wiggle or wriggle out of this very situation. Do you think they wrote it specifically for that or it is just serendipity, a beautiful mistake at its absolute finest? I, I just think they got a little, not, not that they're being avoiding criticism, but it did at least give him an angle to work with. Well, it's not in there, is it? It's not in the rule book. No, that's what yeah, I mean. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think firstly, it's a it's a bit of a stuff up that it wasn't in there. But as he said, you, you, you would need a book that thick to cover every single scenario and and, and which a challenge can occur. But yeah, I mean, it, uh, it's just such rugby league for but it to actually happen. One thing I refute, you'll never see me do this, right? There's no pile on for me when someone makes a mistake. People are human and they make mistakes, mm -hmm. right? I am against Ashley Klein having been dropped. If you're looking for the best refereeing, by promoting that next person up, you are exposing yourself to maybe more errors. Ashley Klein made a big, big blue for whatever reason we don't know. We don't know the pressures they go through in the bunker. A legitimate, honest blue. But he's refereed the bloody state of origin recently. Why is he not refereeing on the field this week? 
I, I don't support that at all. If James Tedesco comes out this week and so you want no accountability. It's a, there is a <laughs> the accountability is the poor bugger has been absolutely slandered from pillar to post by everyone under the sun. That's enough bloody accountability. It was an honest mistake. He's still amongst our best referees. If James Tedesco comes out and has the howler of howlers, and apology, James, I could have used anyone in the example. Trent Robinson is not going to say accountability and drop him for a week. He's going to be put straight back in there, throw him back on the horse, back the bloke. It is a it is a crazy concept, and we spoke about it probably a month ago or six weeks ago. The this idea of of dropping a referee, it, it, like it's bizarre. I've well, it's Kabuki theatre because he'll be back exactly. probably not next week because people not like next himself. week. He has to be back. Like, we have, we have thrown the poor bugger under the bus. Yes, he made a major mistake. That game probably He's had... not the number one ref in the game. It was... He's amongst our better referees. Yes, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Anyway. Well, you've got to have some accountability. Now, yes, I, I agree. It's all a bit of show. I'll tell you what I also thought was a bit of show, and I, I didn't think it was a bit of show, and I think they were genuine, and that was the Tigers threatening a legal challenge. I think it's not a bad thing for... Lee and Justin Pascoe to at least talk that path, to at least make their fans feel placated, like, oh, our management feels it with us as well. They were never, ever going to go down a legal path. And I'm happy to be wrong if they actually do decide to go down that path. There's no point. For a start, they can't win the comp anyway. So what are you doing it for, apart from making a statement? Um, what do you think? Like, I've thought about this. So, so this particular scenario... Yeah, you can reverse the result. There are no other events that happen in the game. So That's the sliding right. doors. So there is a case to go protest upheld. Only two games I can remember ever fit this description. Yep. This and Melbourne St George on that Monday night. I think it was 2014 or 2015. Yep. Where, where the siren clearly went. Game should have been over. Storm had one more play. Score and win the game. They're the only two instances... You could argue that the game could have ended yes. officially at the 80-minute mark. It's still a very dangerous what? path. What if the NRL says, OK, under, you know what, Kane, Ganane, you're right. Now you've set a precedent that you can overturn results. Oh, it's a very... But, but, but say this, and God forbid this happen, doesn't happen. It happens in a final? In a grand final, right? Oh... It, it's well, we had a six again in a grand final that was yeah, clearly that. Yes, yes, I get that, but but that's a mistake, like a player's mistake, and there's a lot of events that happened after that. So you can't possibly say what happens after that, whereas this scenario, yes. you know definitively what happens after that call. But you Nothing. can't quantify that, which I don't think cost Canberra the grand final, but it certainly didn't help, as less valuable than something happening because it was after the 80th minute. Not less valuable but there's nothing else that happens after it. I get that. Yeah. I get that, because that's the argument. Well, oh, well, if the try scored and it shouldn't have been scored, then the ball's kicked off. The course of the game has changed. I get that. Yeah. But it, you can't have a game overturned by a court. No, no. You no. cannot have a game it overturned gets, gets by a court. It's very, very murky. But so I, I, I think the Tigers, I think Lee had Japan tell us, I think they were fully serious for 24 hours. I don't want any Tigers fan to think I'm saying their, 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 their owners and bosses were just doing it for a bit of PR. I think they were full, fully engaged, but I think they realised pretty quickly this is a futile are we, exercise. Are we the worst league in the world for getting caught up in the moments in which uh, rule, whatever you call it, rules are broken or laws of the game are broken? Where I look at the NFL, there's been massive, massive calls, video, whatever, yeah. they, whatever they call it, when they refer to the, the video in their league, in Super Bowls, whatever, and they get the call right. Yes, it's a big moment in the game, but they just move on. Now, this call was 
if that happened in the five-minute mark of the game and it was called a penalty, I don't think anyone would... We wouldn't have, no, we wouldn't have cared. Mm. The game just marches on. No. Yeah, I, I think... Mate, it, we, we, we... No, you're right, but I... Our media is more brutal on officiating than Absolutely. any sport in the world. It is brutal, don't you think? No. You don't uh, think it's so? It's brutal. I don't think it's more. You're talking about the NFL. The New Orleans Saints in a game were robbed by a pass interference a few years ago. Um... They changed the rule the next year, so that so the leagues around the world can be as reactive as the NRL. Brutal. They've never lived that down in New Orleans. Yeah. Um, so, if our game wasn't popular, Joel, we wouldn't be brutal. Yeah, exactly. They right. wouldn't care. Can I just say this too on the bunker? There's a lot of people who, over many years, have said, "Scrap the bunker, get rid of the bunker. It's no good." Did they use that voice? No. But just an exercise for yourself this week. Compare how many decisions the bunker get wrong compared to the, yeah, the on-field on referee who's referred something to the bunker. So long as we have such great vision, right, which we will always have from the broadcasters, the bunker's an absolute no-brainer. It is for groundings and those things. I'll just say this and leave because we've got to go to Ben because you've got to leave. <laughs> if we're going to have bunkers making mistakes, which they are, it's still run by humans, wouldn't you rather a game that's a better product anyway? For, okay, well, if we're going to get a few wrong anyway, let's have a oh, faster Dan, game. Honestly, if we scrap the bunker, right, within not even half of the first round, they'd be melting, there'd be a decision that was so wrong. I want the old, old nah, board, just... video referee on tries only, with the red flashing light and the and the green flashing oh, yeah. light, that's what we want. And the and the little dot to explain twenty meter tap, the blackboard. You yeah, know yeah. that was the voice guy from Hey Hey at Saturday that invented that. Really, Murray Tregoning, I think was his name. Yeah, Let's yeah. do this. All right, Joel Kane, you've you've already uh, lined up one here. Well, just to lighten things up, this is a very small baby. I'm in the car this morning. Nashie says to me, Dad, you know I love Dan. I said, yeah, 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 and he loves you as a commentator. Oh, dear, here he we go. He said, but, oh, geez, I think he was a bit cruel. I said, what happened, mate? He said, oh, he was calling a game, and, and he he actually played it to me, and I forget who the player was, uh -oh. but they absolutely palmed, I think, Chanel Harris-Tavita into another postcode. Oh, he said that's why he retired or and, something. And you said... Yes, something like, and that's why he's retiring. He said, oh, Dad, I reckon that was a bit cruel. Thoughts? It was one of my better calls, I would have thought. <laughs> it was a great call. Jeez, that, that was weeks ago. Yeah, I thought it was. Jeez, Nashy sat on that. Yeah, he just told Nashie, me that. Nashy, I don't like taking personal shots. I think he'd retired that week. It was in the news. So yeah, it wasn't yeah. like I was trying to yes. hammer this young bloke yeah. who I actually respect the, the kahunas on him. 23 years old and to say, I don't need this city. He's, he's going to go on right. He's going to go and travel for a year. I love now, he that. may come back in a year. He'll be back. At 24, I think he will too. But God, good on him mm. for not taking such a myopic view on the world that rugby league I is the only that. thing. I isn't love it, that. Isn't it good to see you've already trained the kids in the little pre-backtrack of, oh, I, I love Dan. Yeah, yeah. But, but just, just on <laughs> that, and Sean, Sean knows Pud, one of my brothers. So he played three first-grade games. Last game, <laughs> man of the match scored two tries. And he retired and he was so unhappy, you know, worried about sharing it with the family. And I said, mate, I couldn't be more proud. There's more to life yeah. than bloody rugby league. Here was a 19-year-old on a fat contract and he said, I don't want to play anymore. And you know what? I bloody love him for it. Like yes. Now, who palmed off Chanel Harris-DeVita? Oh, it was a big bastard. That's why I said it. <laughs> like a Papa Lee type yeah. or Fa'asuma yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, more importantly, Sean hasn't been here for Olicawati. a week and a half. Might have been Olakawatu. Yeah. So, yeah, it would have been Manly Warriors. I did that game. Anyway, 
after two weeks, Sean Ormerod's Bambi <laughs> oh, is what a build-up. <laughs> now we're, we're sort of we're going back to we're going back to old ground, sort of the Viking horn. I think, oh, I think yes. we've gone after the Viking clap maybe once or twice. I know you certainly have, Dan. The the jig is completely up with this Viking <laughs> oh, horn. Okay, no. it, it needs to be it needs to be completely just wheeled out of the stadium. Grand final day. Wheeled out of the stadium. Wheeled out of the stadium. Grand final day. Bring it back. Yeah. All right. And you want to see Melbourne Inger or someone someone big, yeah, if powerfully. They make it. If they make it, yeah. I will allow it. Because we, we've known for a long time they're not really blowing on the horn. Everyone knew that. But on the weekend, they quite literally wheeled an old duck out <laughs> to blow on this horn. She was 100 years old, oh, right? No. Now, not only did she get anywhere, nowhere <laughs> near the horn to actually try and make it look this like she was blowing on it. Good visual for those watching. Yeah, the don't want to sell on a that. But she couldn't even blow out a candle, let yeah. alone blow this oh, uh, bloody vibe. This, now, so this is a Bambi. The, yeah, jig, yeah. the jig is completely up. We all know it's a state of the PA system. That's fine. Do the clap and play the noise. That's that's great. Get rid of the horn. Bring it back for a grand <laughs> final only. Up. Yeah. Well, we've said it. You know it's like six years old. Is six it? or seven. I think because, remember, oh, 16 was the year when Mick Ennis went down there and did that. Oh, to the right, yeah. That was the first year of the Viking Clap. We're in 2022, so yeah. we've had seven years of Viking Clap. That's enough. Um, but haven't we agreed, bring it back for the big games? Yeah. Yep. I'd go more well, than I, the grand I, final. No, well, I, I, think, I think grand final. Oh, what about, what about grand no, final? That, that could be years and years apart. Yeah, I mean, by, even like, better. Oh, round 25, let's say, mistake. they've got a game to make the finals, yeah. right? A big event game. Because nah. that, that actually would add to the atmosphere. I'm not saying... So, round play. 24, they got Manly on a Saturday afternoon. That could be for a spot in the final. That's where you go, right, everyone, it's on today. The clap is back. No, I'm, I'm OK. I'm OK with the clap. Don't give me the big prop horn wheeled out <laughs> with someone pretending to blow on it's the a end bit of it. Of well, I just, it's, oh, yeah, bring theatre back for the grand final. All right, let's take a break because we're going to get to some games. Uh, we're in good form last oh, that's week. That's what you don't do, Bambies, do you? <coughs> I retired, I told you. Officially retired from <laughs> Officially here. retired. Um, <laughs> get them on side. <laughs> Same game Baltimore tonight. Thoughts on Panthers to win 13 plus? Uh, well, probably not. There's a few injuries this week. Oh, we're going back. Cheers, see ya. See ya. Make it look easy with Sportsbet's same game multi. More markets and bigger odds with Sportsbet. Yes, welcome back, welcome back. Uh, last week's winners, we actually... <laughs> I, I officially got three, but it was four. Uh, <laughs> I think I got Well, five. I took Canberra. Uh, uh, New Zealand Warriors had 12.5 start against Canberra, and I took Canberra 1-12 to 12 in my yes. flare bet. Well, that obviously means I would have gone for the Warriors, but I, I must have indicated I took Canberra. Anyway, three, four, four. But where we did well, not you, <laughs> but you and I, best bets, did an anytime try scorer. I told you that bloke scores first. Yeah. I, t I couldn't pull the trigger on him scoring first. That's all right. Broncos three and a half. Who did they play? Para. Parramatta. Oh, that was Easy. all over very Easy. early. And then Sean. Geez, you got close. 41 and a half for South Storm. 24-12 um, was the final yeah, score. Yeah, there was there. no... Let me have a look here. There what was, was a half-time score? Were you in the game? No, it was 10-6. The, the first half was a bit lacklustre. You know what? When Melbourne... I've noticed this... You would have noticed this calling games. When Melbourne are undermanned, <clears throat> they slow the game down. They kill mm. the game. That was I was so looking forward to that game. Right. I knew bit two big teams, big sort of time slot, big this is a blockbuster. But Melbourne can kill a game when they know they have to 
played the team down the yep. their, their, no, their level. No try in the last... Well, no score in the last 18 minutes. Latrell went two for oh, five. A little oh, bit. That's good. Yeah, that's that's okay. I would have hey, Can you again. be like the Canberra Horn? Can, can like Ooh. in the big big weeks? No, can you come out with a Bambi in the big weeks? Like the Canberra Horn. Yeah, wheel it out. Wheel it out in the big wheel moments. No, have you retired? Well, yeah. I've retired. Yeah. I, I, don't, I can't bring... I can't... <laughs> go back from retirement after three weeks. We'll see oh, I've got to give a shout-out to, boys. I was at uh, Melbourne Airport, and this bloke bundled me up. He said, mate, I love the podcast with the coal miner and Dan. Uh, get him on side. Uh, Dylan was his name. They had the girlfriends there. Andrew was also there. Quick bambi for Andrew. 18 minutes left. Andrew was strolling through Tullamarine Airport with thongs and socks. Uh, so a little cheap bambi for Dylan. And but great to have your company. Uh, Andrew, rather. Great to have your company. Boys. What about... What I not like to wear now, sketches mm. with the socks that you can't see. So it looks yeah. like you're not Sock wearing heads. socks. Yeah. Is that what they call them? Yeah. Yeah. We're comfortable with that. Yeah. But but you'll you'll draw the line at thongs. With socks. Oh, it's the yeah. thongs with socks. I thought you just meant so thongs at an air, on an aeroplane no, no, because no. your feet are exposed. No, just getting around. Manly Roosters <laughs> is our first game. Now these are seven eight minutes all the time. So beware here. But five dollars fifty, a dollar fifteen. Manly, look. They're all first graders, except for the wingers, P.O. Secchi and Alfred Smalley. And what wingers they're going up against? Daniel Tupo and Joseph Suwali. So good luck to those two young men. But they get a game they may never have got. The likes of Ethan Bullimore, Kurt DeLewis, uh, Morgan Boyle have been resurrected. James Seguiaro is back. 16 and a half. How the hell did you set this number, Sean? <laughs> to be honest, that, that's, uh, that was a tough assignment to try and get this number right. It's a brookie, but it's uh, 16 and a half. So let's go through what happened on Monday. So Monday morning, Manly were $2.25 in this same game. Now, there was a few punters that got on early. I think that was probably the Roosters were a little bit too big at that point anyway. So they got involved early, backed it up. And then the news obviously broke. They were out to $3.25-ish that night, pulled the market. Yep. Next morning, 4 bucks, and it just kept on going. $5. Well, the out. news had come out on the Monday that seven were possibly going to boycott. Yes. So, it, it, yeah. So we were completely just hands up. No one knew uh, who was going to turn up, who was not going to turn up. So we just thought, all right, let's put it to bed. It's now 17 and a half, only in since we've uh, made up that graphic cam. so, uh, But we'll tip it 16 and a half. So where does it end up? I don't know. Poor old Biggie Smalley, whatever his, uh, whatever his name is. They're going to have a rough old yeah, night. I, I think there's a chance they can keep it close maybe for the first half. I think there might be a bit of a crowd that get out there, get behind the team for um, the, the stance that they've taken in still running out with these pride jerseys. So they might be able to hang in for 40 minutes, but at some point... The, the sheer weight of who's mm. missing in this game is going to is going to um, you know rear its ugly. They're, they're six and seven at home this year at Brookie, um, but in for the Roosters, Manu and Collins, and they beat Manly pretty handily at the SCG way back in the season. But it was obviously a much stronger Manly team. Blew them away in the first half, and when they win the Roosters, they usually win mm. big. Mm. Do you give the Manly side any chance of covering? Yes. I'll be, I'll be on Manly. Oh, yeah. wow. I'll tell you, forget last week. It was a total forgive run. No Croker. Croker coming back significant. Jake coming back significant. Daly's flying at halfback. 16 and a half at home. I'm on Manly. Okay. Roosters for me. I just think they, even without all the dramas, they feast on bad teams, teams that bottom eight teams. And what Manly presents is a genuine bottom eight team. So I, I, I think I can really... Is, is this the start of the stars starting to align for the Roosters as they make a run 
into oh, semi-final footy. Every it, time we think that, though, they yeah, no, they, they but, lose two blokes to knee injuries. Yeah. By the way, uh, we know all the drama around the rainbow shirts, etc. This game is massive. You, like, it's the biggest game of the season for this club. It's a four-point swing because they are equal on points, but a significant four and against for the Roosters. If they win this, ta-da, Manly. Mm. All right, now, woo! <laughs> Joseph Suali, who I was probably going to look at this bet anyway, two tries, is paying... $3.60. So I don't know who he's up against, whether it's Seki or Smalley. Here's what I know. Suali is undefendable in the air, uh, or indefendable. He has 12 tries from 13 games this year. He could run absolutely roughshod, um, particularly uh, with Joseph Manu now slipping in passes on his inside, out in the centres again. So mm. two tries, pretty nice price. Right, let's go to our next game. Oh, Warriors and Storm. I just pause a little because it's in Auckland, but the Storm, who are in terrible form, $1.20, very short, $4.50, the Warriors. Now, this is the question we're all asking ourselves as we look at the uh, line, which was 12 and a half and still is 12 and a half. Can the Warriors use that crowd again? They used it against the Tigers, but the Tigers are no Melbourne Storm, even with Melbourne still <coughs> pretty weak compared to what they could be. Mm-hmm. Um, it's no better, this team, really, than last week's uh, outfit that really were pretty handily defeated by South. Joel, you go first. Yeah, short and sharp, boys. I'm uh, Warriors here. I just think they do lean on that crowd again. It's going to be massive. Uh, Melbourne are just off the bit at the moment. And to be honest with you, they've been up for 10 years. Uh, yes, I was declaring them earlier in the year. Pap went down. I have totally unsubscribed. <laughs> I cashed out immediately, and I do not see them recovering. As good as Bellamy is, he could coach a broomstick to win the Melbourne Cup, but this is a bigger assignment, and I'm on the Warriors at the plus. Uh, yeah, this might sound like a big statement, but I don't think it's far from being true. This could be the worst uh, back one to five in the in the comp almost. The, what the Storm wheeling out, and we've seen some of the defensive reads from from the from the backs have Jeez. been nothing short of um, diabolical. And it's the same. It's been the same five for well since Pappy's gone down, and he's been in for most of the year. I ha- I don't know how you could possibly step into minus twelve and a half for a dollar twenty, whatever they are, going no good on the road. Yeah. I think if they are to win, they're going to have to scrap home and just get home and try and build something into their season, but. I think the Warriors are a, not only a big, big chance to cover, I love the bet, but Ooh. also to win the game. Ooh. Walsh back to fullback. Um, Melbourne did beat them 70 to 10 on Anzac Day. <laughs> and they've won 12. Oh, fantastic. And yeah. they've won 12 straight <laughs> against the Warriors. But it doesn't mean anything. That's past history, yeah. and you've got the flair. Woo! Okay, so it's a massive problem for Craig Bellamy, and this is why David Nofaluma, which is ridiculous, but that's another subject. This will take up the whole show if I went down that path. Um, their right edge is a major problem. Marcello Montoya is playing in the centres. Um, Marcello oh, or Marcello? I'll oh, take your pick. Just take the $4.50 and call him whatever you want. $4.50, Marcello, <laughs> Marcello, Montoya. I love that bet. All right, there we go. I hope so. It's your bet. So I hope you love it. But $4.50, that's take very tasty. Take the $4.50 and call him so whatever what you want. I love it. Did. I think it's Marcello. Marcello. But I'll check. Okay. I'll check. <laughs> Friday night football. Geez, you could really tie the two upsets here and get yourself a very fat weekend uh, float. Parramatta Penrith. I can't believe Parramatta's three dollars twenty-five against the Penrith side with Sean O'Sullivan at six. Um, he did a nice job in the Cleary role. Now you're asking mm. him to do the Luai role. He's like a Cleary. He's like Cleary light alongside Cleary. Here's a stat: first time Cleary 
has had a different halves partner than Luai. Oh, that's crazy. Since isn't it? 2019. Oh. oh, is that out there, is it? Oh, no. I found that last night. I thought, geez, I'm going to wow the sports bed people <laughs> with that, but no. Wow. And Luai and Cleary, 51 and 4 oh. when they're together. That's crazy. And so, so the market, I noticed, it was 10 and a half down to 8 and a half. So oh. he's worth 2. Yeah, I, it was probably going to move anyway, I think. But you, yeah, you're right. But Stephen Crichton out as well. Um, yeah, this. I mean, this. This just stinks of the game that Parramatta get up for. What I, what I don't love is their defensive efforts in recent times. Parramatta oh. have been nothing short of atrocious. I just bagged uh, Melbourne's back five. Well, this is almost in the same sort of areas. They've got. If you, I've had a look at the top ten try causes, so the players that cause the most tries or leak the most tries in the comp. Parramatta have got three in the top ten. Gutho is number one. He's just completely... Is he number one? Number one, bereft of all oh. confidence whatsoever. And he's... Wow. If there's one confidence player in the league, it's Gutho. Positioning is is all... It's at C, which tells me he's really short of confidence. But the other two, Bailey Simonson and uh, Will Penasini, on that right edge. So immediately... I'm actually tipping Parramatta in the game at the line. But as far as a Ricardo Flair bet, which is uh, mine in this game... Uh, Taylor May, left sound edge. Like, no, 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 there's no sound effect here. Uh, oh, left you're edge. too good for an A. <laughs> left edge. It's, it's got to be the way they go. The only concern is O'Sullivan is now in Luai's spot down the left edge. How does that affect it? But in the same vein as Marcello or Marcello, $8.50, you can call him whatever you want. Taylor May, June or July, doesn't matter. Yeah. They are good odds. Um, Taylor May, June. Three of the July. four. No, you didn't give that enough. He, he, Taylor May, June or July. He came here today. And oh, thought, okay. I'm going to reel that <laughs> out. You gave him that. nothing. Well, I was so impressed that he found the $8.50 first try score. It's kind of moved on. Because we're going to be out in nine minutes. Not not my it's doing. Nine minutes. Yeah. Jesus. Um, we're not getting out at 11.40. Parramatta Penrith oh, yeah. is... Uh, I'm going Parramatta. You're going... Uh, I'm going Penrith. Against the line and Parramatta. Five of the last 11, they've conceded 30 or more. I get that. They the three of the last four between these two have been decided by two or less. Yeah. So that when they play together, yeah, they tend to be close. Gold Coast Canberra. This is the anytime try scorer multi of the year, everyone. Just load them all up because this could be 36-28. Titans $3.10. Raiders $1.37. I've looked at the weather. All, all around seems to be good. I don't know about Auckland, but Sydney, Newcastle. Yep. Beautiful weekend on the East Coast. Line here, 7.5, which seems way too thin for me. Um... They famously played in round three. Titans led 22-0, lost 24-22. They've lost their last eight. They've lost their last six at home by an average of 12. And they've conceded 42 tries on the right wing. We'll get to that in a moment. Sean Ormerod. Yeah, doesn't this game just scream over title match points? During the day, Saturday, uh, Rabina, Robina, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I found this very tricky to get a read on what the, where the line would fall. I think I think there's a there's a huge variance of what this could be. Yep. It could be two and a half. It could be sixteen and a half. And I've landed somewhere in the middle. I'm just going to lean the way of the home side. So put me down for Titans plus, but Ooh. with no confidence at all. But just on the total, over total match points are going at fifty six percent against the closing total. So you, you can close your eyes this year. You make your hands what's the play. number at at the moment? Uh, the over under number. I'll uh, 40, 43 and a half. Oh, that's not high enough. Let's Under over 44 and a half minutes, just so you know. Let's 44 <laughs> Joel. Uh, look, Rami Hayter, he's a rugby league economist. Now, he has gone through the last few years. Oh, f*** 
You're going to tell the story. We're out in six and a half the minutes closest, and you're going to tell the story. The here. closest alignment to winning a match is the run metres conceded. And Gold Coast <laughs> versus Canberra, huge disparity. Canberra cover that line in every single world, don't they? Oh, if they're fair income. If but, they're fair income. But they've only two 13-plus wins all year. Yep. They, they can... They can be your tease. Uh, One of them with the Sharks. It's I my remember. woo and 42 tries right side Gold Coast concede. Three of the last five Gold Coast games, they have conceded the first try to the opposition left winger. Nick Chotrich, $10. Woo. $10. Woo! <laughs> left up and Patrick Herbert will be marking him. Patrick Herbert will be oh. marking him. He's on the wing. $10. Also have a look at doubles and trebles for Nick Trotridge. And I think you might have a nice afternoon. I like that bet. Let's go to a great game. Two, actually, no, this is the game of the night. Sharks Rabbitos, Rabbitohs, 5.30 Saturday. Um, I've got a sneaking suspicion we're going to see the, a really good Sharks performance here. Um, uh, oh, they're favourites. $1.71, $2.15 South Sydney. Only two and a half the start. Now, Parramatta's got a good reputation for winning after losing. So have Cronulla. 5-0 and oh after a loss. Wow. But no Dale Finucan. <clears throat> uh, he's suspended for a week. 5-1 and one at home, though, at Shark Park. I had it marked at six. Two what weeks it, for Dale Finucan. What did I say? Yeah, two weeks. Oh, OK. Uh, I had it marked at six. Two and a half is the number. I'm on the Shark train. Six. Yeah, yeah I, I can't get it that big, but I'm, I'm just leaning the way of the Sharks as well. It's a very, it, it should be on paper. This should be an absolute cracker. Um, just leaning the way of the Sharkies, but yeah, hopefully we see a very close game. Yes, I forgot. I forgot. Uh, Dale got a downgrade. What about five weeks? Five weeks for an eye gouge? Oh, Doesn't that seem low? You stick, what, 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 you stick your fingers in. Was it an eye gouge? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, let's not do that. Uh, Oh, I've got a feeling the Sharks are going to turn it on here. Yep, I think we're going to see the best of them. And I, 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 don't, I think we're overstating how good Souths have been. Not that they haven't been good and not that Latrell's been sparkling. Who's got the flair? Woo! I've got the flair. Um, by the way, I'm the only one who participates in all our segments. Wooing, Bambies, <laughs> oh, I'm the only one. You're but anyway, a true humanitarian. Yes. Uh, so I love to zig and zag for a same-game multi. And the fact I had it marked at six, I'm essentially giving them a try start. Alex Johnson keeps scoring. Sharks to win. So Sharks to win. AJ to score. Three dollars forty. I like Woo! that. I like that. Okay. Very nice. People are working next door. Got to be yeah. on. Broncos versus Tigers is our seven thirty Saturday game. This is get a thumping of rating because Broncos at the moment and Tigers. Uh, everyone's second team at least for this week. Dollar fifteen. Five dollars fifty. Sixteen and a half the start. Uh, Brisbane have won 10 of their last 12. They've won their last six at Suncorp. And uh, the Tigers, I can't see them recovering mentally from what happened last week, Sean. I can see yeah. uh, an annihilation coming. Yeah, I've got some grave fears about what the West Tigers are going to serve up here. You could probably make an argument that maybe some people will be in the, the school of thought that it might get them up. I think it's going to go the exact other way. Not only the rating is going to be a thumping, the score line is yeah. going to be a thumping as well. I think this line should start with a two in front of totally it. Totally It's been yeah. creeping slowly and slowly on the way up most of the week. It was 14, now 16 and a half. I think we're tipping out. 
I'd, I'd suggest it probably keeps on going up. If this game was at Leichhardt, I'd still take the 16.5. This is at Suncorp Stadium. Yeah. This is a team who's looking towards maybe even a grand final, mm. uh, being the Broncos. Got to be on the Broncos. Their, their defence is going good, actually. I'd be looking at alternate starts, alternate uh, handicaps. Uh, Sean, uh, Brisbane for me too. Sean. Which camera we at? I was just going to go with Ezra Mam, any time try scorer, but Cam told me it wasn't wasn't good enough and not Rick Flair enough. So I've chucked in just where you were going, down an alternate margin, 90 yeah. plus, which is, I think, probably what the line should be. Yeah. So you're getting a bit of juice around that. Ezra Mam last week was really good. I think he's going to see a lot of open field in this game and could have an absolute... What's Mam on his own? 3... 10 or no, well, that's a good bet. You, you got the yeah, trial with Ezra Mam. What's Cam doing? Three, I think <laughs> no, you wanted that's the a fancy. Better bet. Oh, that's a better yeah, bet. Yeah, I think it's a great bet because oh, you've, you've you already won trial on your way to the 19 plus. All right. Uh, Knights versus Bulldogs is our Sunday afternoon game. Now, they played top five worst games of the season. The first game of Magic Ground, remember, 16 6, and that was the end of. Poor old Trent Barrett. Dogs, $1.50 favourites in Newcastle, who do have a shocking record at home. $2.60. The line as it stands, um, five and a half. Dogs have won six of their last seven at this ground. Knights' last three have conceded 124. Joel? Uh, can you believe this? The team on paper for the Knights and what they're achieving, it is just diabolical at the moment. Uh, Canterbury, for me, I've just got to be on them. Maybe it's another 13-plus job. Yeah, I think exactly what I was going to say. I think I'd prefer to back the 13 plus as opposed to just the skinny dollar 90 line because they liked a lot of points last week the Bulldogs. I think Avrilo back is going to be a big help. Casey got found out I think they scored four tries from kicks to Titans last week. I know the Doggies scored a lot of long range tries um, but they can what they've what Mick Potter's done in attack has been great so they can score points but they, they're still leaking a few. I think I'd rather go for a, a margin as opposed to the line, but I'll be with the doggies here. Just. It's good energy versus bad energy. There's good energy in the dogs' camp. Yeah, something really stinks at Newcastle. Yeah. Mm. Really stinks. Uh, woo! <laughs> Let's go to a different type of market here that I've found, because I think this is going to be high scoring, because uh, you boys have said it. Canterbury are freewheeling and scoring from anywhere, and Newcastle can't defend, but also I think Canterbury don't particularly care about defence. So both teams to score 20, $3.00. 30. So all they've got to do, both teams obviously just got to get to 20 and you're going to go, well, hang on, Kalen Ponga's not there. Well, when Tex Hoy has been fullback, not that he's responsible for this, but 26, that they've scored 26, 20, 38, 28. Okay. So uh, they can score points and I think against, and, and again, sunny Sunday afternoon. Yep. Good feeling about the place. Right, last game. <clears throat> Dragons-Cowboys. This is a good game actually, a very good game. Uh, $3, $1.39. Joel's going to tip Cowboys. I don't even have to ask him. Um, uh, am I right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> I, I just know. Todd Payton, love affair. Although I think Sean, I'm kind of with him here. I think they're significantly better than the St. George Lawara Dragons, even though they were putrid last week. Um, I can't see them being putrid two weeks in a row. Yeah, no, I think we're all on the Cowboys here. Uh, forgive what, what happened against the Tigers last Sunday. It can happen when you're when you're a dollar oh eight or whatever expected to win. Now the team turns up, and then the market the next week completely overacts. Drinkwater had a game to forget. Don't think it'll be that bad no. again. Uh, and then Moses and by as good as he was last week, don't like him at fullback. Jack Bird's playing in the centres again. Yes, there's a lot not to like about the Dragons, and I think the Cowboys can put a lot of points. I, I like Jack Bird so much in the second row these days. Uh, Joel? OK, I'm going to a bit of a trivia question here, gentlemen. How many times in a row have the Cowboys conceded 26 points exactly? Forever? 
No, no, no. In a row, they're on a run. How many times in a row have they conceded 26 points exactly? What? Two? Five. Five games in a row. There's a crap stat for you. Currently, they've conceded 26, 26, 26, 26. You 26. can bet that. You can bet exact points for the opposition. $21. That is a crap stat. That's a crap. That's a stat of the <laughs> crappest variety. A crappest stat of Please check that. I, I've checked so, it for yeah. five times in a row, 26. Four times. Four, sorry, is it this four? would be the fifth. But even that's four absurd. times. Yeah. So if you're saying it's 20 to 1, so 20 to 1 times 20 to 1 yeah, is yeah. 400, times 20 is 8,000, times 20 <laughs> is what? Um, 4.7 billion. 160,000 to 1, I think, yeah. odds of that happening. Yeah. Uh, man, it's just showing. And off. still more chance of us getting out on time. Anyway, Cowboys. 41. <laughs> Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys for me too. Dragons though, Wollongong and Cogra, 6-2 and two this year. Let's have our best bets after this. Alright, and the woo from Joel. Yes. Thir go, go 13 plus Dragons. Uh, 13 plus Cowboys. 13 plus Cowboys. Sorry. Best bets, two out of three last week. We're going to put this up, aren't we, this time, Sean? Yes. We, had, we had a player pull out last week. Late change, we didn't have late it as, a, as a multi. Where is that on the uh, on the uh, website, on the you'll, on the app? You'll find it, Rugby League. Uh, extra Markets. NRL Extra Markets. Yes. You'll see it there. Get them on side. I like the, Best bet multi. I like the highest scoring, lowest scoring yeah. uh, markets. You can have a bit of fun there. Right, Joel Kane, kick us off. Master stroke from Mick Potter. He moved Avarillo to fullback. He's played there four times. Four times he's played there. Six meat pies. So what I'm saying, Dan... There's another try for Avarillo. Dreaming dreams of Avarillo. I've done the Rick Flair Woo. I'm not singing. That's what I do. la 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 Hey! That's a great dance song, sure. That's a great dance song. That's Peter Manley. Peter Wondart Manley. That's always his song. YouTube it. It'll be worth it. What is the song? Is this the way to Av uh, Amarillo? Amarillo? Amarillo, Texas. Amarillo. Sean Ormerod. I don't know where to go from that. Just the one with a, a the quick stick up his ass. Have some fun, <laughs> Sean. It's a podcast. A quick, a quick call out. Sugar, hot streak, best bets. Oh. Four in a row. Woo. Going for five on the trot. And the reverse of that, old cold streak over here. Four in a row have gone down. Yeah, so but I've got, three, I've got three of my flares, and if you multiple no, no, them up... I'm talking about me. Oh, me, okay. Me, cold streak. You're just... You're I'm awesome. treading water. <laughs> yeah, I'm just okay. just treading water. Uh, I'm going against the storm this week. Warriors plus 12 and up. I think he's a great bet at home. Uh, if the storm win, I think it's going to be very, very scrappy and close. And it wouldn't shock me if the Warriors won at $4 either. Yeah, me neither. Um, me too. And mine's on a similar line but different team, Parramatta. I was very tempted. But I thought, I don't want to let the team down. I wanted to go head to head. And... I, I, I trust Penrith too much to let a game like this slip. They've got all their guns plus minus Luai. But eight and a half, mm. tasty. Tasty Parramatta for two teams that usually play nice and tight. So we're going to get probably about, what, $7 for that, Sean? That's Just building line into line into line. I know Avril's not line, but it's yeah, not far off that. that. So $7, yeah. that's a nice little... $7.40 for the three-leg multi. And who knows? Oh, my price be. might just go you never know. off. You never it's know. It's got $8 written all over it. Uh, that's it. We are done for another edition of Get Em On Side. Nice to have the band back together. Joel Kane. We uh, got out for everyone at yes. 11.45. One last over-unders. We know as we record, Nofaluma off to the Melbourne Storm. August 1 just days away. How many more transfers, boys? 11.46. <laughs> Between now and, the, and August 1. No, that's it, isn't it? Is that it? I think so. Uh, there's got to be more. Anyway... Enjoy your weekend of football. Take a sec before you bet. Set up a deposit limit. But most importantly, gamble responsibly.